0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hey there, coffee lovers.
1: Are you ready to take your online presence to the next level? Well, grab your favorite mug because you're in for a treat. Welcome to the Coffee with Kate, Brewing Business Brilliance for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we brew up strategies to help you stand out online. I'm your host, Kate Payne, and I'm here to ignite your digital presence and bring out the best in your business. Like you, I love coffee, but my true calling is helping entrepreneurs like you unleash their unique stories to make a lasting impact in the world and become more visible online. I'll be your guide as we delve into riveting conversations with experts, clients, and colleagues. We'll cover a wide range of topics from networking and digital marketing to social media and the latest business and personal branding trends. Consider this your all-in-one resource for online visibility. Together, we'll discover all the ways you can stand out online and make an impact in the world. So let's connect, share ideas, and learn from each other. Hey everybody, Kate Payne here, and I have my friend Julie Douglas for Coffee with Kate. So thank you for being with me today, Julie. So Julie, um, today we're gonna be talking about productivity, I want to share um, some of your really good stuff with our viewers today. And um, but first, before we get started, I was just going to let everybody kind of know how I know you. So Julie is a fellow member of eWomen Network. I joined eWomen Network in the Vermont chapter um, about a year and a half ago. Julie's been an eWomen for how long? Like six years? Seven, six or seven. seven? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I went to conference last year in Dallas, I, um, my friend ATN Morris and I, and ATN might be, um, um, on watching today, um, did this thing with gifted wisdom. And, um, Sandra called us out on stage. Sandra Yancey's the CEO. She called us out in front of everybody. And the first person that came up to me afterwards was Julie. And she's like, we have to talk. And then Mm -hmm. we came together in Dallas in last December, pre-COVID, to each do our gifted wisdom videos. And we hit it off like we'd known each other for 20 years. So um, and then Julie's just uh, become a really good friend. And um, she's got a really cool program coming up, too. We're going to talk about toward the end. And so now I'm going to just send it over to you, Julie, if you can just describe a little bit about who you work with and what you do with regards to productivity, that would be great. Yes. Love to,
0: so I um I work with those business owners and entrepreneurs. I, I I like to say that I'm moving them from mediocrity into excellence one habit at a time. <laughs> so <laughs> our our productivity is directly linked to our habits. So I work with mostly women business owners and a few a few good men um, <laughs> who who have come to that point where they they know that something's got to give. They know what they don't know. And they know they can't keep doing all the things in their business anymore. And in order to move, the, and they have ideas of how to move their needle forward and what they want to do, but they have no time to implement. Right. right. So we look a lot. I would at, think that would be all of us on some level. Yeah. We look a lot at what you have control of, what you don't have control of, what you should let go of completely um, and what you should grab hold of. And, um, and then start changing up your habits and your patterns so that you can get those right things done. So right. I work with a lot of the overwhelmed, um, something's got to give. I don't know if I can keep going this way. Those are the kind, or I, I was so busy all week. I don't even know what I did. Um, and I know there's things I want to do, big things for my business, but I have no idea how I'm going to do them, where to start doing them or how in the world I'm going to find time to do them.
1: Thanks. So when somebody, when somebody first comes to work with you, what's like the very first thing you do? to help them? I mean, do you do like an assessment? What is the first thing that you do to kind of see where there are? Cause obviously everybody's in different
0: places. If someone does a, a really short call with me or something, um, the first thing that I will ask them is to actually have them walk me through their day. What mm-hmm. they do in a day mm-hmm. is the very first thing. And then I'll ask them what they think their biggest productivity block is. And they'll, and they generally know what their issue is. If it's, that they're putting out fires all day, that they, um, they are just, they are just running their calendar seven days a week or their calendar is running them really seven yeah, days yeah. a week <laughs> and, Exactly. And they're not in control. Um, or it might be that they, um, they just know that they're procrastinators by nature and they're not, they're just not, they're putting everything off until they're so stressed out. So. Right but that's the first thing that we do is it's really about what tell me about how how what does a day look like for what is the day of kate what is the day in, in the life of kate look like and then and then we that's start very <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is why i'm going to your event in a couple of weeks Yep. i'm so excited. Um, so when we hear the term productivity everybody it means something different to everybody Mm -hmm. So what does it mean when somebody works with you on that? How do you define what you're going to do with them as far as, you know, productivity
0: training? That's a great question. I think a lot of times when people think productivity, they think time management. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and for me, as I alluded to earlier, I don't even believe that time management is a thing that we can do. We can't manage time. Like we've I have the same 24 hours that Tony Robbins has. You know, (laughs) I have the same 24 hours. You have the same 24 hours that Oprah has. Like, but why are they getting so much done? Right. Right. Um, and it's not that they're getting so much done. So to me, productivity is about getting the right things done. Mm -hmm. About um not being busy it's not, it's not about getting all the things done. It's about getting the things done that matter. Right. And, and discerning what are those things that matter? Because sometimes we think things matter and they don't matter.
1: <laughs> right. No, it's very, it's very true. I mean, the in sometimes we just take, we do busy work just to be busy. Right. And, then, and that's not actually reaching and that's not actually helping us get toward our actual goal.
0: Yeah, Gary Gary Keller, who's the author of The One Thing, he says that um, activity is often unrelated to productivity. Like just because you're active, like people say, "Oh, I'm productive. I I get a lot done." And it's like, yeah, well, that's not really productive. That's busy. Mm-hmm. And so um, busyness rarely takes care of business. Is the other half of that quote, and that's the truth. And. So the- So is that part of what you're
1: working on then with the people who work with you is to like discern between what's the work that's going to get you to your goal? What are your money-making activities that you're doing? And then what's the busy
0: work? Right. What are the needle driving activities? When and how do you focus on those? How do you even um, categorize them? Mm -hmm. And what is delegatable? What is, what is, what can be done only by you? Mm -hmm. And, and we have we have true misconceptions in our brain of what's delegatable and what's not. (laughs) Right. So yeah, we do a lot of that. Like what is going to drive the needle and what are the things out there that you know, will drive the needle that you haven't even pursued yet. Mm -hmm. And we, we start pursuing them and figuring them, figuring out how to pursue them and breaking them down into manageable pieces. So can you give me, can you give me an example of somebody
1: and and maybe I can kick you into gear um, just by the example, or we can use me even, but even though we haven't worked one-on-one together, but um, for example, I always, usually every October, I work with a colleague of mine and we spend a full day retreat and we plan our vision for the following year, for the next, for the oncoming year. So of course, last October's vision for this year didn't include a pandemic and some life events. (laughs) Right. Um, So, but one of the things I had finally been wanting to do for a long time was to hire a bookkeeper. It seemed like this huge thing that was going to cost me a huge amount of money. When I finally did the research and looked into it, I learned that it was going to save me a lot of time. It wasn't going to cost that much money. And it was going to be probably one of the best things I could do for myself. And I finally did it and hired that person in January. And that's just been a gift yeah. I mean, but, you know, and then I always go, well, it was good that I did it by myself for a while because then I kind of could keep my finger on the pulse and I empowered myself to know what to do and know what to look for. But, you know, I went way too many years without sort of like saying, okay, I'm finally going to do this. So I would imagine um, there must be other other Cates like me that come to you. Oh, and I have, to say, I have to interrupt. I'm sorry. My comments in StreamYard are not working And I can't bring it up on my phone. So if anybody's putting comments in, I sadly cannot see them. So I'm going to keep trying, um, but I can't figure out why that's happening. So if people are commenting, I can't see it right now, unfortunately.
0: (laughs) Well, your example, Kate, is um, yeah. And first of all, let's talk about that. We are, you know, I already got kicked out. We, we, we I couldn't get in. Like we've had all kinds of technology. Yeah, and you so, know what,
1: this app is um, normally like just stellar and I just don't know what, what's happening, but, um, please
0: anyway. don't be to reach out and comment to us and, and, right. and, well, um, if anybody
1: know. puts comment, then I'm going to go in right after we're done. And Julie will too. And the other thing is, the majority of people who are going to be watching this always watch the replay anyway. Um, so we will also stay in tune and monitor for you know. We'll pop in here and there if you tag us, and then if you tag Julie at Julie Davis on LinkedIn, um, she can also answer your questions in the chat. So I'm sorry for uh, the interjection there on that, but no, I just want people to know I, if people
0: are asking questions, I'm not seeing them right now. <laughs> so your your example, Kate of the bookkeeper is, is probably one of the biggest, the finances are, one of the biggest things that people put off. And, um, it is one of the biggest time sucks for those of us who are not financial people Mm -hmm. in our businesses. Um, two years in a row, I had to hire someone to clean up my mess and still didn't hire a bookkeeper. So I too hired a bookkeeper just this January. (laughs) And I didn't know that. And what a relief. No, we are twins separated at birth. <laughs> well, and isn't tax season going to be a whole new, different ballgame oh, this it, year? It's a whole, and and because I paid this woman those other two years to catch me up before tax season, that was a whole game changer. But I had to pay her, you know, all this money to catch me up. And then I was already behind by five months for the for the the current year. Do
1: you put people through a process where you kind of say, let's take your priorities and and, and they may
0: not think they're their priorities. Right. We, we look at, we look at what are the things that are going to drive your business forward? Um, we'd even take your vision and your goals that you set every October for the next year. Mm -hmm. And we break break them down. Like, so how is that going to happen? We actually, we then I, I make you dream big. Like you dream big. And there's no how attached to it. There shouldn't ever be. And then we need to figure out the how. So then we worry about when, does, when do things need to happen in order for this to work? And a big, big part of what I talk about and what I train on and how we, how we go about unfolding your business is the, the whole concept of the 90-day rule, which is anything you put into place now is going to come to fruition 90 days from now. Wow. And when when we have business dry up and we're like I don't know what happened I've been you know I don't know why I don't have any business right now things are so slow it's not what you're doing right now. it's what were you doing three months ago or not doing three months ago that is affecting you now and we can really trace it it's it's unbelievable what you can try you're like yeah things are really things are screaming along right now I don't have to do much right Well, in 90 days, you're going to be like, what happened?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, so what are some places um, where, like, if some, if somebody comes to you and they're going to be like, you know, I'm going to hire Julie Davis because she's going to help me be more productive and do this and that um, they're coming into it with a frame of mind of, uh, of what, like, what is their, what, what are they coming to you with? But yet you're knowing that like, well, we got to maybe, we're gonna get to that, but we're gonna start here. Like maybe you're flipping it on them. I don't know. I'm yeah. asking. Oh,
0: oh yeah, because they um, people think they have a time management problem.
1: So is that usually the number one thing they think that you're gonna help? That yeah, okay.
0: They they are overwhelmed by their calendar, mm-hmm. and um, so I won't. I I and I don't. I don't generally it's very rare that I actually use the term time management. The only reason I usually use it is because I know that's what people search for. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. I think people. Um, apply they're to looking the search. For time management, they're looking for productivity. They're looking for efficiency, something like that. So um, generally people will reach out because they've got a calendaring pro- They are being controlled by their mm-hmm. calendar they're being controlled by their business. They're being controlled by their clients. And so that's, that's where they start with me. A lot of times the conversation starts with me. Um, Some people come to my event and they find out now they even know better what they don't know. And they're like, yeah, we're going to get started here. (laughs) So,
1: yeah. So where do um, habits come into all of this? If at all habits work on that, like, do you help as, as you're working with them and helping them with their, whatever you want to call, not time management, but time management. But and their productivity, I would imagine yeah. some of that is based in some level of
0: habit. We are yeah, we are creatures of habit. Yeah. Um, we we as a matter of human nature take the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And the path of least resistance is doing the things that we've always done in the way that we've always done them, even though we know it's getting us nowhere. Right. Or it's getting us somewhere, but very slowly at a snail's right. pace. And so um it's it's really is about it's a matter of habit it's not a matter of time management it's a matter of you don't even we're not even aware of of the things that we do and the way that we operate um we just know that we're overwhelmed and something's got to give mm-hmm. and so what we do when when we work together is um we dig into what are the habits and we we start shifting you start thinking about things differently and you start being much more aware of what you're doing. I have a course called Prioritize with Power that um, where you become like the number one way to battle and and start start integrating new habits is to be aware of your current habits. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. So we have to be aware because 40 percent, 40 to 50 percent of what we do in a given day is without without thought or intention. It's habit. 50 percent in some studies, 40 percent in some. So 40 50, 40 to 50. Okay. Um, so we have to dig in to what is existing behavior in order to make new behavior. And so that's what it's all about. We, I give you new language, new, new terminology to use, Mm -hmm. um, which is how you start problem solving rather than being reactive. We start being proactive in our, Mm -hmm. in your nature. Um, and then there's all kinds of things around your calendar that we, I mean, there's tools, there's things that we integrate and, the reason we have to start with the habit is because nothing, no tool will work until you change your habit. No tool will work until you're aware of your behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, You've all probably downloaded the latest app, gotten the latest, this great planner. Um, You know, somebody told you about this book. So you've been doing all this work to try to, to try to manage your time better, but none of it's going to work unless your habits change, unless, all these, all these things change. So that is, I'm glad you asked that question. And it sounds harder than it is. I make it, it's one habit at a time, right? One chunk it out basically, right? We do it one step, one thing at a time. My program is like, it's multi-stepped so that it feels like the path of least resistance because the rewards are so fruitful. So, I just wanted to let people know I was able to
1: finally get the show up on my phone. So if people are on and want to ask questions, I can see it through my phone. So Julie, if you see me looking down, I don't want you to think I'm being rude. and um, it's because I'm looking on my phone. So, if anybody is listening right now and you have questions for Julie um, about productivity and habits and all kinds of things, then um, let them rip. And um, but so here here's uh, I'm gonna use me as an example again. I am a person who hates structure. Mm -hmm. I think it's the Aquarius in me. I'm more of the creative, big picture, big idea. Mm -hmm. Certainly I can make things work because I'm obviously making my business work, but like, I'm not a process person. Like I am like, I know there needs to be. And when somebody shows me what the process is and I know it's gonna be part of what I need to do in my business, I will do it. But from like a habit standpoint, I'm not even like a person with habits. Like I don't get up at the same time every day. I don't have the same morning routine. I just do what I do. I'm curious. Are there, so for somebody like me, are we like beyond help? (laughs) No, definitely not. Because if somebody tries to like make me fit into a perfect little box, I'm going to be a little bit like, "Mm,
0: not so much. No, what, what? you know, what we would say, like, so people have a morning routine. So there's people that they get up at the same time, and then they do the same thing in the same order every day. Other people, um, I work, I actually have worked with a lot of creatives, Kate, and they're yeah. like, they don't, they are so resistant, so resistant to, to, to anything that says like a system or structure. Right. But, um, but what if we just said, okay, in, in your morning, in your morning um, hours, what we would like you, what I would like you to do is, you know, and we this is through like coaching and talking and figuring out what needs to be done. Um, you're going to do these these three things mm-hmm. at some point in your morning, whatever it looks like. Right. And so it might be more malleable than structured, and right. and so and we find what works and what. What doesn't and you might be like, we tried this and it, I have a client right now. She's like, I don't this is not this whole time blocking thing. it's not working for me and blah blah. And so we stepped it back and we integrated things and now like six months later she's like, so I'm doing this thing and it's like it's like time block it's time blocking and she goes she goes, I know you tried to get me to do this six months ago and now I'm ready And so yeah it's like we have to take you have to take your journey. Through it, you're gonna. We learn, you know. I teach you. We, te- I, I teach you all the concepts. We're in it together, and things work when they work. But we have to. Nobody's a cookie cutter, right? And nobody has the same habits. And even in your in your habit of, it, you have a habit of non habit. I mean, right? My ha- habit is that I don't have a habit. There's still behavior. I, like I have more than I realize. There's still behaviors in there, Kate. And so we uncover them and unlock them, and then we start integrating. Um, tools and processes and things that mm. that usually make you sweat when you hear those words. But then we find ways to where they actually start working because we've uncovered so much and you have so much awareness and we start shifting. And what happens because of that um, is your business starts growing because you're actually focusing on things in an intentional manner rather than when it. When you feel like doing it or when you don't, you know, whatever it is. And so things start becoming just more intentional. Okay. Because what happens with a lot of times, if you don't have the habits in place, if you have, you know, whatever, is that we end up with these intentions, but we don't get intentional. So they were just the best of intentions. And as, you know, <laughs> as we all know, the road to HE double hockey sticks is paved with good intentions, mm-hmm. right?
1: <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Um, so, when I think about like, so one of the things, um, I worked with a a coach who's also a dear friend, um, who helped me with time blocking or we called it time chunking or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I find that actually is a habit and it's one of the best things I ever did. And so for example, with my schedule, um, Mondays and Fridays are completely blocked off. Um, that's for work. I mean, I might choose to do an appointment if no one else can do my other time, but but I'm also doing my my productivity work, like my admin work, my client work, my editing, this and that. And then on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, like if people want to make an appointment on my calendar and I've given them the link, then they have their, they can find their times there. But I also have it so that if I have two back to back and there's a half an hour in between, I block that off so that I'm not doing back to back to back Zoom calls right. and stuff like that. And since I've done that, um, it's it's worked. It's it's worked really well, and it's been a real um, it's been a real lifesaver for sure. You know, if I and I'm still working weekends, and I'm still sometimes working nights, but when I have to because I'm on a deadline or something. Um, so, but the other thing I was going to ask you, and this is leading into my next question, is when does do you, do you actually help people with tools like a CRM, a client relations management tool? So, like, if you're working with them on their own behaviors, are you also helping them or guiding them or giving them advice on how they could create task lists through their client, you know, management tool, if that's something that applies to them.
0: Um, I work, I, I am not working with anything. um, I'm not working with any elect, electronic. Okay. Yeah. I'm that's back end. Like that's like systems management. Like, right. So that's going like management. That's, that. And then I know people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah exactly them, right. But what we will do is get them ready, yeah, so that they're in a place to integrate that. That's painless. Okay, um, because we've already done so much work with the task list and how to how to really not just have this never ending task list. How do we um, create a uh, classified? Not like classified, like top secret, but classified, yeah. like science class, classified and categorized. How do we make it manageable? And then if they want to integrate it into like a um, an app, there's a great app called Todoist that a lot of my clients use, or in their in their CRM or or with Google or Outlook or wherever they want to use a task list, um, they can find ways to make it more manageable and a lot less like um, stress inducing.
1: Okay. So, if you were going to leave people with um, three—I don't know—either action steps or takeaways after they hear us, and we've still got more time for sure, um, what would be three quick tips that you could um, suggest to people to to let they could do as soon as they get off listening to our our, our like, interview
0: to help them become more productive? Yes. Okay. Um, the very first thing that I would that I suggest is that you start um, looking at your task list and dividing it into, I have a whole talk around it. Do delegate or dump. What are the things that you can do? What are the things that can be delegated and what can be dumped? Do delegate or dump. I love that. Do delegate dump. It's my three D system. Yeah. So, um, do delegate dump. That's number one. Number two is take those dues mm-hmm. and decide when you're going to do them. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you can't do more than one to three of them in any given day, depending on how busy your calendar already is. Right. How full, don't use the word, how full your calendar already (laughs) is. (laughs) Busy out of the vocabulary. Um, So, how, so you're going to do no more than three, just so one to three in any given day off your task list, because your task list isn't really in your calendar. It's just this other, it's, it's supplemental, right? (laughs) Right. So, so that's the second thing. Um, the third thing I would say as as resistant as Kate is to this is to try to integrate what is a, what is some semblance of a morning routine Mm -hmm. and what is some semblance of an end of day routine so that you know, when you're done so that you're not working into the night. Right which I don't do anywhere near
1: as much as I used to. Good. good. So I, that's, three that's people yeah. 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 And I, and I don't feel guilty about it anymore either. Good. You no. Know, um, and so when I do have that Monday and Friday, when I'm doing my client work, um, I'm actually, I'm getting the majority of my done, my work done in four to five hours, which, which is, you know, which is great. Cause it didn't used to be that way.
0: Which most people, I will tell you, most people should be able to do it their work done in four to five hours. Yeah. But they're wasting time. So, um, oh, that would be the other tip. I'm going to give you one other tip. If you do nothing else today, (laughs) if you do nothing else, I want you to get off this call, this show, and I want you to turn off your notifications.
1: The only thing I've done that
0: it's freeing. You should not be knowing when anything happens on Facebook. You should not be knowing when anything happens on Twitter. You should not be knowing when anything happens on like CNN or MSNBC or like whatever you're getting. Turn them.
1: Amen off. to that. I agree. And you know what? You can even take it a step further and don't even let it show the number, right. like on your app. Like if there's yeah. three emails in, I don't, don't, know don't know just take got, that yeah, off.
0: I don't know if I've gotten an email on here. I have to open it. Yeah. Or hide. You can hide your email copy.
1: Right, <laughs> and I've also taken it off my desktop. The only notification I get now is my calendar notification hours
0: yeah. hours mm-hmm. and
1: worry it saves worry mm-hmm. yeah, so yesterday it's funny i I don't know if you saw it, but I posted on Facebook last night. I did nine hours in front of my computer yesterday, and I, I, I haven't done that and <laughs> uh, huh? what
0: I, I commented on that,
1: yes yes, you did <laughs> um, and I don't normally but but part of it was i was I was up against um a deadline due to time zone because I'm working with somebody in Australia and I was thinking I had an extra day and I didn't cause it was already their day. So I was like nose to the grindstone stone to get that done. And, um, and I did, and then I had to like get onto the rest of the stuff, but I only took, you know, and I'm, this is exactly what not to do. I only took a 15 minute break. Um, and I, and then by the time I finished it almost six 37 o'clock last night, I'm, I was just wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm thinking, you know, I haven't done that in a long time and now I know why. <laughs> exactly. So I met the deadline cuz I mean sometimes it's almost like back in the days when you crammed for a test, sometimes you just have to do it. But um but your goal should be not to do that.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. 100%, 100% not to do that.
1: <laughs> so do you want to share what a day in the life of Julie looks like? Like you must have a habit for your days and maybe each day is different, but you probably have it chunked out if you feel like you can share a little? Mm-hmm.
0: Each day is each day is a little different. Um, but I do I get up in the morning and um, you know make my tea and then um, look at my I do look at my ta- like my calendar. What do I have? Yeah. What appointments do I have that day? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have a I can't where is it? <laughs> Here it is, right where it belongs. I have a <laughs> planner tear off sheet that I developed. And so this is where I I manage my tasks, which, um, there's a way for all of you to get this too. Um, it's a free, it's a free gift that's out there. But, um, so I, I look at that and figure out my due diligence dumps, but I also then take a minute. I, I, I don't, I have this, I subscribe to the skim so I can get my news pretty quickly and it's, so do I, it and it's awesome i love it so much and i know what's going on in the world and then i'm done in you know five to ten minutes with my news and then um i fire up my computer and if i've got got projects to work on if i've got um things i need to develop that's when i do it in the morning i have client appointments in the afternoon right now i'm taking a course so that's at noon um my, my prioritize the power course is at noon once a week. Um, I have my, my group that I run that's once every other week. So it just depends on the week as far as that goes. Um, but I also walk, play tennis and play golf. So those things happen in there too.
1: Yeah. Good. I know. I see your, I see your I'm, I'm golfing
0: I'm, I'm pictures with your son RJ and
1: yeah. um, those, that photo shoot you had done was so great. So fun. The COVID, see, photo, the COVID photo shoots. <laughs> yeah. And I see that you've incorporated it into your, into your, into your work, That's which cool. I think is great. It's um, it caught my attention. Thank you. So um, I'm just going to shift gears here a little bit. So Julie, actually, I um, one of the things whenever I do my coffee with Kate show is I like to bring you guys actionable tips and takeaways that you can take into your business world. Um, and if, Somebody has a program or something that they want to talk about. I of course let them do that. Um, but Julie has an event coming up um, called Unstuck. The event, right? Is it, yes. It's, yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. And right. I'm
1: actually um, I'm actually going to be attending. So um, this might be something that that people are interested in. And again, I'm not trying to be salesy here. But if you wanted an opportunity to um, have a chance to um, see what Julie does in a more intense, you know, more than just like a one hour um, virtual something or other. So Julie, tell us about your unstuck event that's coming
0: up. Um, is it its first week in November? It's November 5th, 6th and 7th. Okay. It's not, it's not three full days. Don't freak out. It's no, it's not, no, it's not
1: full days. I mean, it's, it's
0: three days, but it's not three full days. So It's it's a half day, full day, half day. And, um, I am fully aware of the, um, Fatigue that sets in being on camera on in your chair. So there are a lot of built-in breaks. There's a lot of breakouts. There's a lot of um, things that we do. I, I am not a lecturer. I am a collaborator. So there's a lot of collaborating that happens. But this event is all about digging into what are your big wishes and wants um, in your business, and what are your frustrations in trying to get there. And we break through that. And um, this event is all about um, getting clear on mm-hmm. what you want in your business on and, and making a plan of how to get it, and you leave with a plan of implementation. It's not fluff, I'm not fluffy. I'm not a fluffy girl. No, you're I'm not a, a fluffy, fluffy girl. girl. <laughs> I'm yeah. a funny girl, I'm a fun girl, but I am a, I, I, when we work we work. And so this is not an event that's going to be, this is great information and it and sits on your desk and, and you don't know what to do with it. Like you leave with a plan of attack? Like, how are you going to make it happen? And so um, that's what this is all about. It's about finding a business breakthrough. It's about getting clarity on what's really important and what's not and connecting because it's all also about community. So I train, you work on it, you talk about it with your small groups, and then you ask questions and then we make a plan. So it's like, um, very much how I used to run my classroom. I was a teacher for almost 20 years and it's just that's that's how I operate. What did you and teach? So I taught English, high school English. English. High school English. Yeah. Oh, God yeah. bless you. And I taught public speaking as well, but um at the college level. So I uh I, I'm very much about the the community, the workshopping, the masterminding as well as the training, like the power of other people's eyes and other people's brains is massive. And so this is a, a, a place that you can come. You'll be having an opportunity to have more if you want to have more, but the event itself is going to give you so much meat to move forward with. And, and you're doing um, and it I,
1: kind of a combo. You're doing it live, right? In person, but you're also I, doing
0: it virtual. Yeah. I have a live studio audience, um, of, of up to 20 people. I think I have 10 in there right now um, who can come and they'll watch me broadcasting. But when they break, break out and do all that thing, or when we have the breaks, um, they have access to me and, and access to each so other. So, are you going to be like in a separate venue? So, I will be, yeah, I will be. I, my plan was to be in a studio and initially anyway. So, now right. what we did was move to um, basically a ballroom at my country club. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. So, we'll be broadcasting from there and then they will be sitting at tables socially spread out. Right. Um, I think some people were tired of being on zoom and I wanted to give them the opportunity of being here in person if they wanted to be. Well, so you're in
1: Colorado know. and I think where you are is, is, um, is, is low numbers in green County, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, yeah. we're, yeah. Same here we're in Vermont. Vermont. We're lucky. We've been fortunate yeah. and, and we've, we as Vermonters have been very diligent. I was, um, when I was on my way back to my office here, I had an appointment before this call I was listening to our um, governor's uh, press conference talking about, you know, how, even though we're in good shape, this is no time to get complacent either, you know? So I think, I think when we all
0: have have elevated numbers and things get crazy, then I can just, you know, they'll go, they'll go virtual. Right. And and I'll, you know, I'll make it right for them. But it's um, here's the other thing I want to say about this pandemic. It's, it's caused a lot of people to be paralyzed and not sure how to shift, or they know what mm-hmm. they want to do, but they they've never um, operated that way before. This event is a great way to to give you space and time to work that out. Yeah, and so um, that is the gift of this event, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a pandemic or not. But especially in these times, it's giving you time to like actually dig in and solve the problem. Right. Right. So I, I want to, I want to, I want to iterate that because it's so, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to think about your business even more differently and the power of the shift that, and the pivot that you, I know a lot of people aren't liking the shift and pivot right now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's
1: I don't think the word hard. pivot's ever
0: been used as much as it has in 2020. And, <laughs> and it gives you a, an avenue and a tool in which to dig in and start actually making it happen. Julie, who are the primary types of people that you work with? I mostly work with women, business owners, entrepreneurs. They generally have, um, they're solopreneurs or they have, um, you know, five right. to 10 contractors or even employees. i worked with some, some brick and mortar, small boutique, um, yeah. boutique type businesses. Mm-hmm. Those are the main businesses that I, I'm not big corporate. I'm not, right. uh, that is not, that is not my lingo. And so like.
1: Uh, it's kind of similar to the types of people I work with. I mean, entrepreneurs, solo Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, coaches,
0: very um, much who are trying to, to do it all. (laughs) They are trying to do it all. And I, you know, I've worked, but I've worked with boutique owners. I've worked with, um, small construction companies, like a a concrete company. We are very successful there. Um, right now I've got a photographer, I've got a financial planner, I've got, um, a bookkeeper, you know, I've, I've, I've really got an array Mm -hmm. of, of folks that I work with, but it's, I think you and I have a very similar, um, I think we have a very buyer persona. Mm-hmm. Else- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to attending.
1: It's going to be, it's going to be a nice, a nice, uh, change and it's going to be an investment in me and an investment in me and an investment in me and myself. Cause I know that when I say myself, um, in business, um, it's also me. Because what we all want to be doing is we all want to be creating a business that we love and that can nurture us and, you know, and reward us with a, with a lifestyle that we want. But part of that is also learning when to say no, (laughs) learning when to delegate. I love the do delegate or dump. Yeah. Um, You should make that a hashtag, Julie.
0: (laughs) Oh, I should. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's my system. It's my talk. It's what I, it's what I talk about all the time. So you're right. I should make it a hashtag.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, the other thing I wanted to know is normally this show would go longer because we'd have comments, but um, I can see that it's something still stuck with it. So I will be getting touch with with tech support after this to see what happened. But the best thing is is that people can still get all of your good advice and your insights too. Um, How can people, if they want to just like have a a discovery call with you or something or learn more Mm -hmm. about what you do one-on-one What are um, some of the ways they can get, um, they can reach, reach out to you. And I also want you to give me when you're done with that, I want you to give me the actual link to your um, event and I'll put it in the comments. Awesome.
0: Okay. So if someone wants to connect with me and just um, have a a strategy session, discovery session, you can just go to juliemillerdavis.com slash strategy. And that links you to a 30 minute discovery session with me. JulieMillerDavis.com/slash Julie what strategy strategy okay I'm mm-hmm. putting that in the comments yep slash strategy okay and um to go to check out my event this is you know you're not obligated you can just see what it's all yeah. about videos testimonials different things on there put the W's in front of it because otherwise it won't pop up www.unstuck.julieMillerDavis.com
1: unstuck dot Julie Miller Davis, you know how when somebody's like watching or you're on pressure, you can't type
0: <laughs> www.unstuck.juliemillerdavis.com. Yes, that's okay. where you get more information about that. Okay. And, um, I would, and, and if you have questions about that, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, You can message me through LinkedIn, you can message me through Facebook, but you can also just email me, julie at juliemillerdavis.com. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about it. I would love to have you there. We have so much possibility um, with being virtual. um, It was heartbreaking and like globally opening the doors to everyone to attend this event. So I invite all of you to check it out. And Well, um, I'm excited and I'm signed up
1: and I have not worked with Julie before. So um, so I'm I'm really excited. It's been a um most of you who are on this know that I've had a heck of a year. Um uh not even related to COVID, it's just that COVID made it all worse. <laughs> made it um, almost so, challenging. Yes. So I, in some ways I feel like I don't I mean it would be overly dramatic to say that I'm starting over again, but re-entry has been challenging. Uh-huh. Um, cause I've been so out of business mode and I want to get back, I want to get my mindset back, and yet. I also know that the way I was doing things even beforehand, isn't necessarily what's still relevant today. So I'm in a process of, you know, reassessing and figuring that out. Um, I'm curious, Julie, I just thought of this, if you have a few more minutes, Have, have you had more people reaching out to you because of the pandemic or because of COVID because they just feel like,
0: like this big cloud is weighing over them and they can't see straight, so to speak? So that's an interesting question. There have been a few, but I think that what has happened actually through the pandemic is people have, um, they've been paralyzed and they have not reached out. They shrunk in themselves instead of looking out there and reaching out there. But I think that now at this point after seven months and knowing that things are not going to change anytime soon, they're starting to kind of, go, man, something's got to give if I want to keep my business. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's some people attending talks that I'm doing. People are reaching out for me to come talk and some people are, are reaching out and scheduling sessions with me just to have a strategy session because I think they finally are ready. But I think what happened is actually some paralysis around it and yeah. um, and fear mm-hmm. and not even sure where to go or what they would, what they needed. And so uh, what I will say is every single one of my clients that I had when the pandemic hit, it was fast and unbelievable the way that they were able to, um, to shift. And I, I, I I know, I know some of you aren't liking that word, but the photographer that works with me, um, she did my, she did my golf pictures, mm-hmm. family golf pictures. She, she went underground for about a week and a half and then we figured it out. And she did these, she, she did, um, drive by photo shoots for charity. Yes. So we donated a hundred bucks to a charity. She came and did your shots. And then guess what? None of us just want the one shot. So we all purchase. Right. along with giving to the charity. And so she ended up raising $4,000 for charity and she had $5,000 months through the pandemic and she's a photographer.
1: We had we had some people, mm-hmm. who, friends of mine do, who were photographers who were doing the same thing. And I think nationally it was called the porch trait, like instead of okay. portrait, porch, porch trait. Porch, porch trait. And, and, and a lot of people were doing them like in black and white and stuff like that. So there were actually a couple of good photographer friends of mine here in Vermont that did a similar thing donated to charity and they ended up getting a lot more, more work out of it and awareness, you know, it was a relationship building tool that, Oh, and, totally. and it was, it was a win, win, win. Totally across the board, you
0: no financial planners. It was crazy for them, but you know, they, my, uh, the gal that's working with me was able to really put together some um, strategic intentional calls to her clients and ended up increasing her own business by mm-hmm. a quarter of a million dollars like wow I'm telling you like people because of the because of the systems and the habits and the the languaging that we put into place they were they weren't they weren't stopped dead for very long mm-hmm. because it's all about how do you do things differently right when when the uncontrollable and unexpected happens how do you do it differently and we like, like Yeah, I
1: think we will all agree that even once we get rid of the virus, I don't think we're going to go back to what we called normal before. I think that this is going to be a a game changer across the board and something that I'm personally worried about living here in Vermont. You know, it's starting to get cold. We've had we've had snow hit, you know, already Um, a lot of the restaurants that are, you know, mom and pop restaurants have been getting by all summer because they could eat outside and have right. a curbside and take out and everything. And now when the weather changes, I'm really worried that a lot of these places are going to completely shut down because nobody's going to want to go inside to eat. And how are they going to be able to make ends
0: meet? So and I've, I've been seeing some restaurants get super innovative about how they're, how they're planning to do that with With heaters and tenting and different things, and so well, Colorado is
1: different than Vermont that way
0: because you guys guys actually have sun. Well, (laughs) we also don't have the um, the humidity that makes it that much colder. So
1: you don't. So like when because sometimes if you know we don't even get the snow as much as we used to. We get ice. Now it seems like mm-hmm. we got ice and then, you know, we get, we still get the 20 below temperatures and stuff. And so, you know, I just, I'm just, I'm praying that we have a mild winter from the standpoint of businesses, <laughs> but right. I'm also praying we get dumped on so we can ski. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. so Julie, thank you so much for, for being on my coffee with Kate show today. Thank um, you so
0: much for having me. I love it. Yes, and I apologize okay. that the yeah. comments
1: weren't working, but like I said, most everybody's going to see this on the replay. I will also be putting this interview on my website at standingoutonline.com/videos, and so it will live on my video channel there, and I will also upload it to my YouTube channel too. So everybody always sees the replay more than they see the live, and um, I will I will continue to promote it, and then I will hop in to LinkedIn and Facebook to answer any questions that people may have put out there. Um, and hopefully Julie, if you can pop in at some point, that would be great. I will do it. Okay. All right. So thanks for watching everybody. Thanks again, Julie.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Kate.
1: Thanks for tuning in your journey to online visibility and personal branding. Success is just beginning. If you're ready to take it to the next level, I have something really special for you. I'm offering a complimentary discovery call exclusively to our listeners. This personalized session is your chance to ask questions and gain insights on your personal branding efforts or even your LinkedIn marketing strategies. I've also prepared a free ebook titled, Telling Your Story, Tips to Discover What Sets You Apart. It's packed with tips and tricks to help you identify your own compelling slice of life story. This resource will empower you to craft a narrative that captivates your audience and sets you apart from the competition. To schedule your free discovery call or to access the Telling Your Story eBook, simply click the links in the podcast description below.